We're in the human body's defense system part of the MOLT method program, and I am going to answer a few of the common questions that I get related to the information in this part of the program. If your question does not get answered here and you're a member of the community, I urge you to reach out, um, go into the portal, Find that form that's designed to capture your question and submit it for office hours. Um, even if you can't make it to office hours, your question will be answered and we'll let you know where to find that answer. So let's just go ahead and get started here. How do I determine if prescription medication is necessary for my stress and anxiety? So... Um, you really don't know if medication is necessary without trying a lot of alternative lifestyle adjustments first, in my opinion. Um, the um, most common first approach is to try medication. And I would urge you to make that your absolute last um, approach. So Again, as I've mentioned throughout this part of the program, if you're already on medication, you will need to work with your prescribing physician um, to come up with an alternative and to potentially um, wean you off of the medication if that's what you're hoping to do. Is there herbal, are, sorry, are there herbal supplements that are a good alternative to anti-anxiety medications? So there are herbal supplements and we do use those on occasion. Um, I couldn't tell you which herbal supplement would be most appropriate in your situation. You're unique and you've got a, a unique combination of things that all um, create like your kryptonite soup, essentially, that needs to be addressed. Um but I will caution you that um, even turning to herbal supplements should be done short term because you've got some um, sort of bigger picture root cause that needs to be addressed. And the herbal supplements um, may help your body heal, support your body in its healing, but they've got to be the protocol you're on has to be designed to do that. What are some alternatives that don't require taking a pill? So we just practiced the 478 breathing exercise. That works fantastic. Um, exercise is another way that is just fantastic to um, increase endorphins and those happy brain chemicals. Um, I have a, a program called Manufacturing Happiness and um and so there are four main um, happy brain chemicals and um, we can produce oxytocin for ourselves just by, for example, um, petting uh, our dog or cat. Um, uh, that's a way that doesn't depend on other people that may not feel safe for us. Um, dopamine, um, we can um, just plan a vacation or plan something fun. We don't even have to actually take the trip and it will give us a dopamine hit. Um, serotonin is um, that sort of like satisfaction 
um, happy brain chemical. And we tend to feel satisfied. We get validation from outside of ourselves. So it's one of the hardest to generate for ourselves, but, um, but we can definitely, um, take on activities that make us feel satisfied. Even some of these lifestyle adjustments that I'm talking to you about here, um, we feel better about ourselves that we've just been willing to take on the challenge and rise to it. And then there's endorphins that are the natural byproduct of exercising. I don't recommend, you know, over the top exercising, um, super strenuous, the absolute best way to exercise is to get out in nature and walk in the light of day. The vitamin D from the sun is um, tremendous for improving your mood. Walking will produce endorphins. Um, you know, just being out in nature will um, provide dopamine hits. So, you know, walking in nature ticks a bunch of boxes. Um, so those are my uh, go-tos for improving mood and dealing with stress and anxiety especially when it's just not practical to sit in meditation and try to um, calm your mind and get that overthinking um, and anxiety response to stop. How long does alternative medicine take to relieve my symptoms of stress? So you saw the four, seven, eight breathing technique. That's just a couple of minutes. So it is possible that it could be that quick if um, if you respond and you don't keep repeating whatever habitual pattern of thoughts and behavior kind of keep you stuck. Um, but I would say that typically we see people responding to a new protocol, to new kind of um, approach within a few days to a few weeks. Why do my symptoms return so quickly after relieving my stress? Most likely your symptoms are returning because you've got some sort of internal stressor. It could be an external stressor as well, but most likely it's an internal stressor, some buildup of toxicity. We evaluate 12 different categories of toxins, but if you've got internal toxicity that is keeping your system stressed, then just even a light load of stress, external stress feels kind of over the top. And so again, um, you don't want to suppress those symptoms and soothe yourself repeatedly whenever this is what's happening. You need to get to the bottom of what those toxins are that are keeping you right on the edge all the time. What diet do you recommend for stress? So the diet that is most helpful is the diet that is crafted to address your kryptonite foods, to eliminate your kryptonite foods. And that tends to be different for everybody. We all have, a again, this unique soup of things that make us who we are. And that is genetics and environment and emotional experiences and, um, and just you know, how we constitutionally deal with things. So, um, 
So there are some things that most people respond positively to, and that is to eliminate dairy and um, typically to eliminate yeast and um, sugar. Um, It's typically um, dairy, yeast, and sugar that are the main factors that um, affect our mood. How can I improve my sleep if I'm taking medication? So if you're taking medication and you're trying to offset the effects of medication, um, which we looked at some of the side effects of medication and one of those being sleep interruption, um, you're going to need to be even more diligent about all the other things that we would normally recommend to improve sleep. And so that starts typically with moving up our last meal, wanting to make sure that we've had our last meal no later than seven. I recommend even earlier than that. But those um, hours before bed between seven and 10, those hours should be free of blue screens and devices if we absolutely have to use um, blue screens during that period of time. We need to get some really high quality um, orange tinted, sunset tinted blue blocker glasses. Um, No, you won't like it, but that's what needs to happen to protect your melatonin production and your, you know, natural neurotransmitters that are contributing to your sleeping. Super helpful to take a walk in the evening out in the, um, light as the sun's going down that helps to reset your circadian rhythms. And so, um, so you're really going to need to protect that period of time between, you know, seven and when you go to bed and you need to be going to bed between 10 and 11 and really establish some um, good patterns of behavior around your sleep. Um, And if you're doing everything right, then you're definitely going to want to work with your prescribing physician to come up with alternatives um, if you really feel like the medication is what's causing your sleep disturbance. And what should I do if my doctor won't cooperate? Um, Find a new doctor. (laughs) Uh, I have no softer way to put it. Um, I will say that if your doctor can give you really sound reasons and show you with tests that, um, that the prescription medication that you're on is justified. Um, that is sound judgment and that's the way they're trained. And so you, um, you can certainly acknowledge that and then still insist on, Um, having them work with you to wean you off the medication or at least reduce your dose as you start to um, uh, change some lifestyle habits. And, um, And one of the things you can ask your physician, again, whether it's the one that originally prescribed it or a new one that you find that's more cooperative is, um, Ask your physician what kinds of things you can do yourself to monitor um, uh, what they would normally look for 
in prescribing that medication. So you want to be able to um, kind of watch it yourself at home and then know when you're starting to see some signs that indicate you need to reach out to that physician and get their input on adjusting the dosage. So, um, so that would be my suggestion for working with your prescribing physician. And, um, and, you know, there are doctors out there that are happy to um, help you get off of prescription medication. They know that it is um, um, an extreme measure and create side effects, but because their patients want a quick fix and they expect to, you know, leave the office with a solution, physicians are commonly um, just challenged to turn to medication. That's what, how the, that's where they fit into the overall mix of healthcare. So, um, so we need to understand that they're doing their job as it's been defined and, um, and we just need to help them, um, help them help us. So, um, so that is the end of the body's defense system part of the Molt Method program. And I will see you in the next one.